0: This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, your one-stop podcast for all things remodeling here in Central Ohio. This is Bryce Jacob from J.S. Brown & Company. I'm with my good friend, Greg Hansberry. Hey, Bryce. This is great to have you here every week with me. Every week. It's been awesome. And I've watched you grow and blossom in your Mm -hmm. knowledge. Today will be a fun one too.
1: Yeah, it, we're going to talk about something that I never see with uh, all the uh, all the kids' toys and uh, oh. Legos and dogs' <laughs> <they're> toys. <laughs> I yeah, I never see the floors because they're there always covered with toys and junk and clothes. So yep. I'm excited. Maybe yeah. you know. We could, it'll it'll motivate me to whip the kids into shape and pick up all their toys. There you go. So you can look <laughs> at your floor
0: some more because right now they're all toy shaped. That's right. Flooring. Okay, maybe we can talk about that as a creative option for floor covering I know, yeah, today. I think we're onto something. So, but I have a I have someone who actually does a lot of our work for us over at JS Brown and Company, and he handles a lot of our hardwood flooring. Anytime we get ourselves in a pickle and we've got a difficult situation or trying to match old flooring this guy's as good as they get in the business. So I've got Eric Gingrich and he's with Gingrich Hardwood Flooring LLC. So you're the man. Hey, Bryce. Hey. Good to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on. I mean, this is going to be fun. I, I've been excited to, to talk about flooring for a while now, and it was really fun when I reached out to you and said, hey, would you mind coming on here and and I love to kind of caught you off guard, and we're like, "Oh, I haven't <laughs> yeah. done this before, so this will be fun." Absolutely, uh, yeah. So look forward to we'll it. We'll teach people about <laughs> flooring, and we'll give you give you your your first experience of talking about it on a podcast. There you go. Awesome. Two birds, one stone. Boom. So, um, how often do you finish floors with toys?
2: With toys, mm-hmm.
0: um like like Grank's like, house, yeah, I'll give you it's some great in... tips. Yeah. Legos are good, you know. They're, yeah. lots, they're smaller, so you need a lot of them.
2: You but... want them polyurethaneed <laughs> into the floor? Or... <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what it feels like,
2: you know.
0: Sometimes <laughs> until they get embedded in your foot. That's it. I, that's I know exactly what that's right. all about. Play a mean
2: trick on you so. there. <laughs> All
0: right, yeah, we'd start right out of the gate and make it difficult for you. So, yeah, you, you've been doing this a while then, huh? About fifteen years. About fifteen yeah. years. And how did you get into this uh, so, line of business?
2: Yeah, so um, I was working for a gentleman I've known all my life. Uh, he did.
0: I'd be remodeling.
2: like your father. No, uh, just an, a neighbor I went to church with. All right. Um, um, he we did re- he did some remodeling and and slowly he got into the wood flooring aspect of the remodeling uh, world and and then um, after about a year. After about a year of doing the wood floors Mm -hmm. and doing only about three jobs, he said he needs to spin off some of these projects that were, uh, downsize a little bit. Yeah. And I took it from, I bought the equipment that he had and I took it from there, started by myself and, and kind of learned on the go. And, um, from there we, it's grown every year. So, um,
0: we seem to hear that
2: story a lot, don't we? Yeah.
0: It uh, just keeps
1: growing. The, yeah. I tell you what, those uh, sanding machines, those are heavy.
0: Yeah. You're not supposed to pick them up. Well, you're, you're I, well, I just sand I, the floors with
1: them. Well, but we had a uh, upstairs that uh, uh, we had done, and, and the up. guy, he, I didn't hear a peep from him until he, he had to go upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and He's I got roped grunting. into lo- loading the thing upstairs with him. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Oh, boy.
2: But not roped into sanding, though. No, uh,
0: goodness, no, uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's talk about sanding for just a yeah. second because uh, obviously sanding means there's dust, right?
2: That's correct. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I, I do use a system that has a vac attached to it. We so use
2: a system that has a vac attached to it. Mm-hmm. I know there are people that use dustless. Yeah. Ours are, I would not tell people that ours are completely dustless.
0: Yeah. Um, it just means less dust is what I've told people. Yeah. Because there's still dust, even there's with some, a dustless system.
2: Yeah. Um, our sanders do a good job yeah. of containing dust, but I make it clear to people: don't expect dust-free.
0: Um, yeah, well, you don't charge for it, it so it is dust-free, right? So <laughs> it's just free dust. Um,
2: we do take measures to contain dust and to mm. keep it as minimal as possible, and to make it as easy on them as we can. But um,
0: yeah, so the nature there of the is beast. Going, it, yeah. it is the
2: nature of the beast, and that that's one of the downsides. But, yeah. Um, but you got to look at the trade-off. I mean, it's right. one of
0: those uh, <laughs> lesser evils, if you will. You have and beautiful finished floors when it's all said and done, but to get there, the journey it, is, it can is a be, little, it can, little stinky.
2: I tell people there's quite a few logistics involved, Yeah. So, and that's one of them. The, uh, we do hang a lot of plastic. Um, mm-hmm. We try to be very aggressive with that. Um, if we can, we like to have cross ventilation, mm-hmm. meaning a window open in the front and in the back, or maybe a you know whatever allows some ventilation and some uh, often we will we'll also uh have a, a draw, like a, a fan drawing a draft through yeah pulling so, it yeah, outside pulling it out so mm-hmm. um and all in all we've we've heard a few mm-hmm. negative comments but very yeah. few and it's very seldom that we get negative feedback from the dust factor
0: yeah well, and it's to each their own, right? Everybody it, true. everybody programs themselves a and, little differently. And,
2: and I tried from the onset, I do try to prepare them that to be aware there will be a little bit of dust. So Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and it's funny because I've said that before, a little bit of dust, and that's all relative <laughs> to the person who interprets what a little bit <laughs> that, is, right? That is very so true. some would say a little bit is well, I probably won't even see it. And yeah. when a little bit is well guess what it could have been? You know, you could have done dust angels in that thing and, on the floor. And, and,
2: and maybe a a better way of saying it would be you can expect to clean at least a little bit, you know, yeah. uh, there's going yeah. to be a minimal amount of cleaning yep. to be done. But,
0: yeah. Very good. So that's getting through the hard part, right? Which is the sanding. So do you try to knock that out in one day in any project? Just it get just the depends dust, on this, the, the size. Yeah. yeah it certainly. just depends
2: on the size of the square footage. And, um, uh, oftentimes we can sand eight hundred square feet in a day, give or take, depending on mm-hmm. what else involved in that 800 square feet, but that's, and, and then maybe stain that the next day probably. So, so uh, that
0: this isn't just refinishing because this is you're installing wood. So you do a little bit of everything. Someone once their existing house refinished, you have right. the ability to go analyze that and say, Hey, there's an, there's enough width uh, depth rather of mm-hmm. the wood, uh, that I could sand it down and get another coat on this thing. Right. Or you might look at it and say, they're already too thin. You're going to have to pull these babies out, which we run into a lot down in, um, oh, Victorian Village. Those floors weren't three quarter inch to Mm -hmm. start with. Maybe Mm -hmm. they're half.
2: Or three eighths, usually, originally. Yeah, And sometimes by the time we arrive at the scene, they're down to a quarter inch.
0: Yeah. And And you're seeing the grooves. mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And then usually I would recommend people not to refinish at that point. Simply, yeah. um, the flooring is compromised The the integrity, integrity of, the wood. of the wood is compromised yeah. oftentimes at that point. And, um, that's right, I think their the money toy would traffic. be yeah, th- that's a, hot they're,
0: wheels, they're, hot wheels going, burning <laughs> up the hardwood.
2: Yeah. And at that point I would say you're probably better off spending your money on putting your, the money that you would use in refinishing into a new floor.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's not inexpensive, as as you know, you Absolutely. know, the material that's out there if you're using wood. So there's a lot of material. So let's talk a little bit about those and we'll okay. come back to refinishing because there's some <clears throat> interesting aspects of refinishing. Sure. Um, you're you are dealing with new floors and you're dealing with refinished. And so new floors consist of a couple different ways of looking at it. So if someone had wood and you say, hey, look, it's too thin. It's time to tear this out. Maybe we need to look at putting in new floors. Mm-hmm. There is There's a lot of options, right? There are. Yeah. There are. So there's the stain on site and True. then there's the pre-finished. True. Why would someone use one over the other?
2: Um so there are there are benefits to either or. Right. Um the uh pre-finished sometimes is a good option if the um people are living in the home, nothing else is going on mm-hmm. and they don't want to move out of the house (laughs) there's a good reason so um you know sometimes for that reason pre-finished is the winner hands down um then there's times when personally well let me back up just a little bit personally i do like the look of a sanded on-site floor better than most pre-finished floors Um, yeah i think it looks truer to the authentic wood
0: well, and you don't see the joints between see the wood the, as much. Right.
2: Right. The the pre finished will have a slight bevel mm-hmm. where the two boards meet and it distinguishes each board and makes it more distinct. hmm So um
0: And you can get stuff trapped down in those grooves a little bit. True. You spill water yep. on it that can yep. get down between yep. the wood. So there's the engineered uh pre finished and mm-hmm. then there's the true actual, so- actual solid three quarter inch right, finish. Right. And, you know, sometimes when we get these questions and you tell me if I'm wrong or right, this will be fun. And uh, we get, because I'm usually not right. <laughs> so we'll see where this goes. Um, I, I understand that the pre-finished, there's an aluminum oxide mm-hmm. um, procedure that's done to the surface mm-hmm. of it in a factory that you mm-hmm. obviously can't do when you're doing exactly. this on site. And that makes the surface harder commonly with any and all mm-hmm. the woods that you would use. So for pet traffic, if you're going to use wood, it may be what you recommend to somebody. Is that true?
2: True to a point. All Um, right. I knew I wouldn't get it all. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. So um, it is harder. That's true. It's also, traditionally speaking, it would, if it scratches, Mm -hmm. because it is harder, it will show more. And someone explained it to me like this one time. If you... The old lead paint that used to be used on, on wood, Yep. it was really hard.
0: That's the stuff I used to chew on. Right. That explains, explains yeah. a
2: lot. Yep. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and if you scratch that old lead paint, it really pops. You really see that scratch. Okay. And um, that's somewhat how the pre-finish works is it with the aluminum oxide, when you when it scratches, it is harder. But when it scratches, you see it. It's more visible, okay, because well, of how hard the 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 finish actually is. So the, it seems like the edges will break more mm-hmm. and won't be as forgiving as a sand on
0: site finish. So it's not Great Dane proof.
2: Well, I don't know that any floor is
1: necessarily <laughs> <laughs> Great Dane proof. Well, and awesome. that's yeah, that's the
0: question. You know,
1: kind of we were joking about the toys, but. Uh, you know, I guess that's what you have to decide where your priorities lay because we've got the kids, we've got two dogs, our hardwood floor is just wrecked. But we wanted that look. My wife wanted that color and we already had, there was already hardwood floor there mm-hmm. at the home that we had refinished. So so
2: you just touched on two points that I say we'll always keep a wood floor finisher in business kids, kids. Dogs. and dogs so. and, and, and wives with expensive <laughs> taste <laughs> you, you give out puppies for gifts yeah. that's, good. I, that's great i never thought of that but, you know. large clawed dogs <laughs> yeah that's good he goes with the job <laughs>
0: yeah that's right that's a good way to get them back repeat customers huh. we get a puppy every time we do a, yeah. a floor with Gingrich. <laughs> that's great So, um, all right, so you got the pre-finished and we talked a little bit about that and Mm -hmm. that's really interesting. I didn't, I didn't think about the, the pet nails, but we do get that question a lot Mm -hmm. where they say, I want, so here's, (laughs) here's the challenge. I want hardwood floors that don't scratch with my pet activity. Mm -hmm. So is that an impossible task?
2: Um, well, a Great Dane, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chihuahua. Let's Chihuahua. go, Chihuahua. No. Um, okay.
0: You're gonna use butter, and they probably wouldn't leave a footprint. Right.
2: Um, no, the smaller dogs. It depends on the nails and the the, uh, you know how how well behaved is your dog. <laughs> so that really does, you <laughs> no, know, no, if, if, right. if they're using, if they're you looked using at me when
0: you the, said that, like how well behaved is my dog? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> She's like a. Uh, she's. Uh, Nora scissor hands is what she <laughs> yeah, is she yeah. devours our floors
1: uh um, you know because we are our, our puppy's uh just over a year and she's hyper you know she's mm-hmm, excited mm-hmm, when the kids come home so she's yeah. jumping up and yeah. the door. that's
2: exactly you know i've heard of yeah. people tell me well my dog uses her house as a racetrack and you know when we come <laughs> home they they there's circles there's yeah starting and stopping points and you can tell exactly where those spots are
0: yeah our, our dog is like a, a 3 year old you know mm, that uh-huh. doesn't go anywhere without running
1: mm-hmm. and it's a boxer
0: so mm-hmm. I mean she goes literally 10 feet and can't do it without a full sprint and so she stands there wheel spinning yeah. mm-hmm. for 10 seconds mm-hmm. and I just hear the floor yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like yeah. oh god it's killing me and you can just see it in some it, of those areas where it's worn thin we've we have an old house built in the mm-hmm. you know 30s and the uh, the hardwood is beautiful it mm-hmm. was in <laughs> some areas and, and but it really it's that uh, white oak Yeah. And so it really has, once you start to etch that, it it just continues to etch further. Yeah. And, um. I got to have it refinished if I knew anybody. (laughs) Well,
2: that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, there, there is that element of a wood floor can, certain finishes will hold up better, but there's that element where a floor just, it can only take so much. Yeah. Um. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but that's, um, there's a lot of truth sure. to that. Would now, it like an
1: extra coat of sealant or anything? So there, yeah, yes, yeah.
2: there are things that we can do to keep, to prevent that. I do not recommend yeah. using a wax to go over top. Right. I would never recommend that, but we could come in and add a coat of polyurethane to the floor, mm-hmm. um, that provided affect. that it's not already beyond the point of.
0: Refinishing altogether.
2: Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, so, so
0: so that's one of the steps. So you could come out and look at a floor and say, hey, look, to extend the life a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe we just buff this, put more. I mean, do you pre-treat it before you put polyurethane yeah. on? The, Not, no, no, we clean it. it and, we clean okay, it, yeah. so you clean it and kind of get right. it ready and then put yeah, it on and off yeah. you go.
2: And usually that's a, you would need to be out of your house for a day okay, or for a night. And right. next day you could come back in you would still need to wait a few days before moving furniture back in and and that is a downside you're moving your furniture out
0: like yeah. you, um just like a refinish you know, but the po- the pod people love it you know, yeah you yeah, know, yeah. You yeah stick but, one out in the driveway and fill it with furniture yeah
2: um or the garage can be an option sometimes sure. yeah
0: the yeah. um uh, but it,
2: it's a much quicker time lapse that it takes much less time
0: well sure because you don't have the sanding the staining so the process takes a while so a lot of folks ask that question and i guess in the pros and cons of pre-finished versus stain on site you can you can move furniture around can't you
2: in pre-finish that's a much more feasible less invasive yeah yes yes um so when it comes to sand on site the the furniture all furniture needs to be out and people and people
0: yeah because I know you you sand it and whether it takes a day two days whatever it is mm -hmm. then what's the next step
2: so um then we would apply a stain Mm -hmm. and do normally we do three coats of the oil-based polyurethane or three coats of a water-based sealer yeah Uh, finish
0: yeah so you and you can only do one coat a day or can you do multiple coats in a day
2: we have we have been able to do two coats of either the water-based or the oil-based oil base mm-hmm. in a day, if if we space it correctly. Um, yeah. Coats one and two, and then three is always a second day.
0: Gotcha. All sure. right. So someone may be out of the house, it sounds like four days minimum. Minimum. Is that well, right? then yeah.
2: you also need to consider the at the end of the project, when the floor is drying, it needs 24 hours.
0: To dry. Food. So so you've got four to five Especially days, for the oil, best case scenario, right, right, right before right. someone can come back in and they... Should come back in just with socks and shoes or no shoes, just just socks. Yeah, and socks. new
1: socks you can go sliding a lot further too. That's, if you have new socks and new floor, that's
0: true. Yeah. We yeah.
2: had I had one customer ask Risky me one business. time if there's anything that we can do to make it not so smooth. So, is there something you can do to not? <laughs> yes,
0: have my dog come over. <laughs>
1: yeah. you can fix that in a second. That's funny. So. Well, and this is part of the conversation we've talked a lot about. Um, when you try to uh, maybe contract out a few things yourself, or when you're working on a time frame for a project, if you're doing this hardwood floor, you just set, you just took four days reasonably out of the chunk of our project. And you know, if you're trying to get people in there to do painting or plumbing or whatever, guess what? That's that's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's just something to put in perspective and. Uh, that sometimes people don't always realize when when you're taking into consideration these big remodel projects.
0: Yeah, and it's interesting because it comes at a point in the project where the client's ready for you to be out, <laughs> not them, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Right. And so they're just like, "You're asking me to leave. I'm asking you to leave. Like, you get your work done." And here we have the floors coming at this point, and you know we're like, "Hey, take a 24 vacation. days where yeah. nobody can do yeah. anything." It's like, yeah, they've already spent enough, and they've got to figure out what to do with themselves for four to five days. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes that conversation when we have it early on before a project starts says at some point, here's a rough window at this moment that shows when you might want to plan a vacation. Sometimes we plan specifically to that period. Cause you got, you're built, you're, you're, uh, you're way out on your work, aren't you? It's not like I can call you and say, Hey, what are you doing next Tuesday?
2: I would, I would love to be able to be there next Tuesday, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'll we, be a Tuesday. Yeah. It just <laughs> will <We're, laughs> be the next one.
2: So, yeah, yeah, um, we are booked out and, um, that you bring up a very good point. There, people often, if they're comfortable with this, and and not all people are. I understand that, but um, a lot of times, going on a vacation, coordinating a vacation is, um, a good a good option. Uh,
0: um, recharge the batteries at yeah, that point in the project anyway. Um, so,
2: and and I know with JS Brown, we have, uh, project managers have come to me and said, you know, the clients. On vacation this week, we need to refinish the floors that week. So I'll plug that into my schedule and we'll make that try to make that happen.
0: You know, have you thought about opening a bed and breakfast <laughs> and, uh, you know, just having people <laughs> yeah. come and stay with you for few free days? puppies for every yeah, free uh, puppies for four days' day every Free breakfast, free <laughs> <Yeah>. puppies. <laughs> there you go. Breakfast and puppies. Ooh, that's a whole new concept. <laughs> it's a brilliant idea. Yes. All right. Well, you know what? We, this is actually a really good time to break the levity a little bit with the tip of the week. Nice. Now the let's tip of the week. To, we're going to get serious oh, yeah. here for just a moment. Okay. We have a tip of the week. I'm going to have you rate my tip of the week uh, this week on a scale of one to 10. One being terrible, 10 being one of the better ones you've ever really received. Well, I can't wait. So, and he, well, you won't have to wait any longer. <laughs> you want the
2: honest or what I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> round I mean, up at least. Come on. At least round okay. yeah, right. up. <laughs> How many
0: fingers do you have? So, all right. Let's, here we go. It's time for the tip of the week. Floor covering is a very personal part of outfitting our homes. When it comes to hardwood flooring, it's important to know how the wood species performs for the way you live in your home. Some woods are softer than others and will show more wear and tear, while engineered flooring can commonly stand up to more abuse. In some cases, hardwood flooring may not be the answer altogether. So knowing how the material performs will help you make the right choice before just buying the best price flooring material and taking a chance. And that's your tip of the week. Now let's get back to our guest. And let's get back to my score. I'm
2: going to go with the nine and a 9.5. Yes,
0: that's all right. That might <laughs> we'll be round it up to 10. There it with a 10. There's no half fingers here. That's yeah. right. All right. Well, perfect. It's not carpentry here. Come on. <laughs> it's not carpentry here. Very good. All right, so let's talk about that for a minute. We we've, we've hit on the engineered, we've talked about mm-hmm. the refinish. Are there other flooring products out there? I want to ask you what you think of bamboo because mm-hmm. that's a hard material to use. You can pro- that's great stain proof, isn't it?
2: So, yeah, uh bamboo is very hard. Mm-hmm. Um very durable. Do there you install are, it? We we do install it. Yeah. Um I'll say this, the, the uh, that long a big, a, big here. Um, a lot of people like it because of the you green You have to like pandas because they're gonna be haunting them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, the green movement. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't think it's as green as people think it is. Um, because they are cutting down forests to plant bamboo fields. Yeah. And um, well, there go the trees. Um, oh, okay and also they there is a they didn't lot of glue tell me glue. that they're, they're, the bamboo is they have or strands grass strands so it's ba- yeah, and it's, it's glu- they're glued together okay. so in your bamboo you have it's held together and with adhesive, glue
0: yeah. yeah yeah interesting you know i i had uh, i lived in charlotte north carolina and we had bamboo in our backyard and uh, i liked it actually because i had a hammock right under it and mm-hmm. the wind would blow through it mm-hmm. just a gentle breeze and you could hear the little leaves uh, flicking around and, um, when we would go away in the summer it's when it would grow, it would grow very rapidly. It's a rhizome, So it would mm. pop up all over the place mm. in my yard. And I had to whack those stalks down, but they were big, big stalks. I would come back home from a, you know, being away seven to nine days and I'd have a seven to nine foot stalk in the yard. It grows a foot a day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it wasn't there when I left, but when I come back, I had new stalks all over. And it was soft at that time. I can understand why a panda would would eat it because I always thought, how can you possibly eat this stuff? The mature is very hard when it's dried and cured. It's it's like steel. You know they use it for structure. But when it's just growing, it's very soft. It was easy to actually whack down with a machete.
2: The other th- and that that's an interesting. I didn't know that it grew in North Carolina. So it does. Yeah, yeah, it did in cool. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: did in on Redcoat Drive. Well, I can um, tell you that. <laughs> the uh,
2: that's interesting, because another knock on bamboo, while it is very hard is it is also oftentimes harvested prematurely.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
2: My understanding is it, yep. it needs um
0: these are the hard knocks of bamboo uh-huh, I got that okay, uh-huh. yeah,
2: good. no pun intended right <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even know I did
0: that <laughs> Yes. I the did. uh
2: the uh bamboo well it does need four or five years. To mature. Uh, to mature. Yeah. And a lot of times it is harvested prematurely. So you need to... Mm-hmm. And that's something to be uh, aware of. Another th- another negative, I guess, on bamboo is that it cannot easily be refinished. Okay. Because the strands so let loose. Yeah. Yep. You can sand it, but the, it, it, the strands, like the grass... Right. Flakes up, yeah. The and fibers, you can mm-hmm. you can't, or the not grass, but the the strands, the strands or the fibers, yeah, fibers, in yeah, it, yeah. fibers mm-hmm. will flake up, and you can't take them away.
0: It's not easy to, yeah. Oh, it I didn't to, realize yeah. that about it, but I've heard that it's very hard. I've seen it a few mm-hmm, times mm-hmm. installed, and it looks nice, and,
2: and it does, it does, and, it's hard and to normally install, though. it is harder than some other species to mm-hmm.
0: install. Mm
2: -hmm. normally it is solid all the way through
0: yep yeah it's hard to sink a nail through it right or staples you can't right right? because they they just won't go into they
2: do tend to show a little bit more visibly than some other species
0: yep
1: and then for so then design wise would you use it for a smaller space or not necessarily not necessarily
2: it it could be we've installed it throughout the first floor of a house okay and it Seem to perform well. I think well, after so. the
0: show, uh, we're, there's not going to be many sales for bamboo. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> well, thank, thank you. And, I'm sure you'll and, get a thank you note I from the... <laughs> I,
2: I know my take on it has been somewhat negative, but if it's the right fit for someone, absolutely use it. Yeah. It just There are some misconceptions. Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's
0: always the best fit. The right solution. Right. Sure. Okay. So let's go the opposite side of the spectrum mm-hmm. and talk about cork. What do you think about Cork?
2: Well, to be very honest, I have very little
1: experience with it. All right. Well, that's good.
0: You've been very honest, really, since we kicked the show off, so I wouldn't have expected anything else. Except for when he gave you a 10. That was... (laughs) No, no, (laughs) stop it. That was was legit. I worked on that sorry. Good golly, that was I just that on, hurts. It's below Blow the belt! Blow the belt!
1: What did you? What, let's revert. Uh, I was going to give it an
0: eight. <laughs> an eight,
2: okay. <laughs> and we're still giving oh, we're on, still giving my it. tip a score. <laughs> Jeez!
0: All right, is the that? rest of you, the rest of you listening out there, I want the score. You you go ahead and you email it to me. You can go to abovegrade at jsbrowncompany.com. and give me your score on that tip and all the other ones too. And if the tip is to never do the show again. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're
1: that that brutal.
0: That far, okay, all right, okay. What were we even talking about? Cork. We t- oh, so, cork. Yeah, cork. Yeah, I
1: mean, is it cork like I think of like a cork board on the, on a bulletin board where you put your put push pin in? I mean, is it that soft or is it? Uh, I mean, a little bit harder than that. I mean, uh,
0: you know, since you you don't have a lot of experience with, like it, right? I said, I, mean, I have very yeah. little experience okay. with cork. Is it, is so you want to take a bathroom break and we'll talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, we, we installed. I've installed cork before, mm-hmm. and one of the things that's really nice about cork is it's that green, right, green mm-hmm. product that's considered to be rapidly renewable and sure. all this stuff, but there's probably some catch that you would, if you'd use it, you'd know about to really dampen our day. But um, we have put it on floors where people have knee and joint problems, mm-hmm. and they don't want to go with tile or hardwood. They want something that's softer and it's very durable it is soft it's kind of like the cork board but the way that it's finished it has it's sealed on top but it still gives like you can press your finger down and it uh-huh. depresses some you can put your fingernail in it and it depresses you you probably don't want to have high traffic with pets it's sure. the thing we would advise against because their nails Shred can catch those little areas and pop little sections out and it's not like you can go back and refinish it you know once it's damaged it's damaged
2: and am i right that it Has the potential to discolor somewhat, or Uh,
0: it can with the sunlight. sunlight. Yeah, it can. I think
2: I've seen that.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, It's real quirky. Hey, now. (laughs) There you go again. (laughs) It has all kinds of quirks to it. (laughs) Not corks, corks. <laughs> Grown, yeah, big You're, time. We're we getting a lot of dad time. jokes in today. I, like I know. This episode. Like, you know, <laughs> I was with the kids all weekend. We were playing a lot of cards, goofing around. That happens. Uh, and you, you brought your A Monday. game, huh? <laughs> I don't know if you want to call it. Are we going to score now with <laughs> yeah, letters? Right. That's how we're doing. <laughs> great. You guys just can't get away from it. Um, yeah, but it's it is actually a really cool product. We we did a project uh, years ago with Ohio State University where we put it in an education center, and. Um, there was a lot of foot traffic on it, wheelchair traffic on mm-hmm. it in particular, and there was really good reviews. It held up very, very well. Um, it's not something, again, you want, you want pets running around that have nails because it will tear it up or, you know, dropping a knife in it, it'll stick into it. And it would probably do that on a hardwood floor, but it's a little bit, you know, it's it it, could could damage a little bit um, easier
1: where where you stand a lot maybe by the sink or in the laundry room or something where you you're on your feet a lot i could see that yeah kitchens we
0: we've done a few in kitchens historically where you have uh it's better for the joints and if you Mm. have someone who's uh elderly or someone just like me that has joint pain all the time it's more forgiving and you don't have to get the rugs a lot of people put a rug or a mat down you got a tripping hazard, but mm-hmm. the cork is, is a neat, it's a neat product. I wasn't sure if you'd done much of it. So let me ask you some other specialty things. What, sure. Toothing in. Let's talk about that real mm-hmm. quick, because when you're you're adding mm-hmm. hardwood floors mm-hmm. to areas where they weren't adjacent to existing hardwood floors, there's a couple of ways to mm-hmm. attack it, right? Mm-hmm. You can tooth in, or you can put a header strip next to it at a doorway and just a butt to it. What do you like to do?
2: Uh, we like to put a header strip in because that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay so but, er, go with eric if you've got an easy job <laughs> the tricky people yeah. all right I'm no just kidding noted. we do we do a lot of toothing in yeah um that's what we call it and um no it's labor intensive sure. but usually when we're done you cannot see where it was
0: joined in yeah joined in so um but well, that happens a lot when we open rooms to other adjacent rooms take, take the a wall, wall out, out. And it's so funny because we always get people that say, "All I'm doing is taking a wall out. Yeah, it can't be that expensive." And you have to refinish all your floors, right? Yeah.
2: So, so you need to understand when you tooth in a a floor to a new floor into the existing floor, that whole area needs to be refinished. Yep. You can't. It's not like a wall where you have a starting stopping point. Yeah. Uh, not anymore. No. And and there's a saying: "It goes against my grain." Well, <laughs> <laughs> you you have to. You can't. You can't easily stop or you 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 can't uh refinish to a certain point and stop in the middle of a room or middle of an area you have to go to a breaking point
0: yeah and and usually what you have is the new wood is 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 thicker anyway because it hasn't been sanded and prepared for finishing yet and the existing floor already has. It may have had one or two finishes. So you're trying to f- to blend that in at the depth of the wood as well, not just the length of the boards Two thing in, but the height of that. So that requires the sanding, which is going to get into those adjacent boards anyway Absolutely. to have it become more flush. Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've seen people cut corners on that and just inlay, you know, a, a header strip in the middle of a mm-hmm. room or across a room. It just looks mm-hmm. goofy.
2: Yeah. And especially uh, there's times when a header, piece can work well but more often than not if you're if you're wanting in a wide open space toothing in it is the way to go
1: yeah so yeah i guess that, that was going to be one of the questions so say we have a high traffic area with all the dog claw prints and everything we want we can't just repatch that section or refinish that section you got to go through the whole kitchen or whole area to to make it really truly match if, right if, if and you want it to blend yeah, yeah if yeah, you right. want it to blend right.
2: and and most people's expectations are you don't want to see any sure. differences and so the area the whole area needs to be right. refinished.
1: okay so uh, right, well, i'll wait till uh i'm the legos are out of the house then. yeah
2: <laughs> the, and i would love to be able to say hey let's let's just refinish this you know let's just do this spot yeah, But right, i right. know you're not mm-hmm. going to uh it's not going to look right
0: all right eric uh, so, how do people get in touch with you? Do you just work with contractors, or do I, homeowners con- reach out to you? And- homeowners
2: reach out to us. Uh, I call them our word of mouth program. It's like uh, <laughs> Facebook groups that yeah. share our uh, name. Um, yeah. Uh, like, how would they do them? The know so about you- about fifty percent of our work is through contractors, and the other fifty percent through word of mouth. We do very little advertising, but we're usually about two months scheduled out.
0: So. Yeah. Well, that's good backlog. Yeah. You know, it keeps you busy. It's amazing it's, you had time to find your way into the studio Well, today.
2: I, I broke the speed limit a little bit to get here. So Yeah? No, <laughs> no, no, just kidding.
0: We saw the trail of dust. <laughs> he <is>. yeah. <laughs> you heard the Coming, tire squeal, yeah, right? Definitely.
2: No. Um, All right. Yeah, but no, scheduling is a big part of the work we do. It's where I get most of my stress in scheduling jobs. Oh,
0: and then and, you stress relieve it on their floor.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh we it is important to keep our schedule because people have their vacation planned and they oh yeah. they want to come back and have the floors done. They don't want us halfway through.
0: When that holds us to the task of getting all the work done so you can come in and do your your Very job. True. So, you know, that's the hard part great. on our end. Thank you. It's just mm-hmm. hard to coordinate all those moving parts sometimes. There's always so. moving parts. There are indeed. Eric, man, it's been awesome having you in here. Your first time ever doing a podcast or having a mic hey. in the face. Yeah. I mean, it's, should we score him one? one there you end? go. Ten. Get, ten. Get ten. 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 Whoa, ten. Wow. Ten. Oh, man. I, so he doesn't have any room for improvement. So I got to go with the nine and a half. There you go. No more generous ten. for the guy. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I rounded up. There we go. That was good. <laughs> well, well thank thanks. You. Yeah, thanks for being here. It's uh, It was a pleasure having you on. And, folks, we get to do this every week. We have a good time. We always have great guests. We've got good topics we've been talking about. If this is your first time ever tuning in, then shame on you. There's a whole archive of these things we'd love for you to check out. Above Grade can be found on iTunes or at jsbrowncompany.com. Don't forget to rate and review us if you listen to us. We like those ratings and those reviews, as you could tell from this show. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown and Company, wishing you a great week to build from.
1: Above grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.